He dug it up and now he's got to chase it down. Today I'm talking about the Ark Chase from Raiders of the Lost Ark. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's f indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today we're talking about one of my favorite sequences from one of my favorite movies and it, we're talking about Indi- indiana jones's furious chase to f- get the lost ark uh <laughs> it's away from the nazis so yeah this is one of my favorites so without further ado let's get started It's hard to think of a filmmaker more respected than Steven Spielberg, a director that's as synonymous with Oscar-caliber films as he is with home-run blockbusters, ranging from the suspense of Jaws, the whimsy of E.T., and the gut-wrenching humanity of Schindler's List. And still, one thing that is frequently lost among the accolades is his gift for delivering exciting action scenes. So in celebration of Spielberg, and in hopes he can deliver more in the future, we're going to break down one of the best actions, his best action, yeah, best action set pieces to date, the arc chase in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Here's the setup. Indiana Jones and his companion Marion are in a tight spot. They've narrowly escaped death in the Well of the Souls, and are alone against a platoon of Nazis protecting the Ark of the Covenant. Hoping to steal the Ark back and prevent the Nazi acquisition, Indy and Marion begin a frantic attack on the Nazi's airstrip and eventually a jeep to keep the Ark in good hands. So why does it work? Well, first off, we've got high stakes. Great action movies have a tendency of creating joint goals, or put another way, combining our hero's main goal with a cause. In Die Hard, John McClane doesn't just get to save his wife, he also saves a number of innocent civilians and cops and thwarts a violent thief. Even if we didn't like John, we'd still want him to succeed. It's an easy way to up the ante and make the personal struggle feel bigger. Raiders of the Lost Ark takes things a bit further with its enemies and the item in question. By this point, the audience probably likes Indy, he has a lot of everyman qualities, and seems to have a stronger moral compass than his rival Belloc. Historical preservation versus selling stuff to the highest bidder. But these two men are also on opposing sides of World War II, with Indy representing the Allies and Belloc working with and for the Nazis. As cliché as it is, there's no easier enemy to hate than Nazis. The movie also adds stakes to the untold powers of the Ark of the Covenant, the artifact Indy and Belloc have been trying to find. At this point, the audience has yet to see the Ark's power in action, but based on the conversation with U.S. intelligence, the Ark could have devastating powers the Nazis could use to their own advantage. The lingering question of what will happen if the Nazis unleash the Ark, combined with our own affection for Indy, means the audience is praying for Indy's success. We also have iconic moments. As I've said in previous postings, an action scene doesn't need to deliver signature moments to work, but they tend to be more experience versus a singular moment in the first place. But if you can pepper in a few, that's gravy. And this sequence has a few of them. The hand-to-hand mismatch between Indy and the shirtless Nazi feels like a video game boss before its time. Said Nazi getting blended by a propeller blades and splattered against the plane windows. Uh, I've seen everything from other action movies to Family Guy reference that. Indy getting dragged behind the truck? Every action movie has its own version of that now. All of these moments are so visually distinctive that they plant memories in cinema-goers' heads, and that's what you want from any scene, especially your action blowout. We also have a human hero with an unstoppable will. On the main appeals of Indiana Jones is 
his adventures. He, they feel fantastic, sorry. But difficult enough to maintain a sense of realism. As much as I like, like Commando, there's something strange about an unstoppable killing machine massacring an entire platoon, and then having trouble in a single knife fight against a guy in a chainmail top. Indy's approach is more balanced. He's a good fighter, a quick thinker, and resourceful, but not invincible. Case in point, his fistfight with the giant bald Nazi. Though he's able to dispatch most of the plane workers with ease, Indy can tell he's in for trouble when his giant foe arrives asking for a fight. He even feigns disinterest and gives an exasperated sigh to gain the upper hand, and is immediately dropped to the ground with one punch from the behemoth. And yes, he's able to fight his way back a bit with a flurry of haymakers, but again, his foe drops him, and Indy only wins by minding his surroundings, because blade blades are rough, and interventions from Marion, who holds who hold the gun-wielding soldiers at bay with the plane's turret. Likewise, despite taking over the truck and shaking off most of the Nazi soldiers with quick thinking and driving, the fact that the rest of the caravan doesn't want to shoot their own guys, he's easily overtaken by a single foe and thrown off the truck and has to fight his way back to the driver's seat. The human approach also applies to his tactics. He doesn't try to acquire the Ark by taking on the whole army. He first tries to take the plane. When a caravan is put together, Indy takes the high road on horseback and singles out the truck carrying the Ark. It's guerrilla-style tactics, and not your typical 80s one-man action army... action... <laughs> uh, sorry, one-man army heroics. This great combination of humanity and relentlessness means the audience is both worried for his safety, which provides tension, but ultimately hopeful he'll succeed. And of course, we have practical effects. I'm always a fan of practical effects in action movies. Not only, not only does it give the audience any movie an added sense of realism, but more importantly, it keeps your movie from being dated. It's why I don't enjoy Temple of Doom as much as the other, other, uh, other original Indiana Jones films and why The Crystal Skull felt like a betrayal. The effects are so obvious that they remind you you're watching a movie. Here, it's all practical effects and excellent stunt work. Real explosions, real guys on horseback, and fellas slugging it out on a tarmac. Hell, they even drug Harrison Ford at a really slow pace to get shots of his face during the truck chase. As magical as CGI can be, there's something endlessly entertaining by seeing what human beings can actually do. And speaking of practical effects and stunt work, we have the dragging bit, or the crawling to the end of the truck. One of the best things in any movie that simply can't be replicated with CGI is any person risking their life or limb to deliver an awesome death-defying live-action image. One of the best ever put on film is when Indy falls underneath the truck and manages to hold on, methodically working his way back to the truck before hooking his whip into the truck's bumper and climbing back to get back up. Fun movie fact, the stunt is actually a tribute to a very similar stunt pulled off by Yakima Kanut in Stagecoach, and was stuntman Terry Leonard's second attempt to do it for a film. I can't imagine a studio would be okay with this today, unless Tom Cruise decided he wanted to do it for a Mission Impossible movie. And we also have the extras. Like many great scenes, this sequence has little bits that stand out upon repeat viewings. Here's a couple. I like how the bald Nazi fight starts off as a joke, but then turns more serious over time. And there's plenty of little setups and payoffs, like the gasoline spilling out so Indy has to get Marion out in time, or Indy about to be cr crushed between two vehicles. Indy is saved by Marion, or convenient timing, about three times when the German pilot lines up a pistol shot. And we also have how the crowd looks like a wave getting up as Indy speeds away on horseback. 
there's a ton of great moments and it's all Spielberg's doing. The conclusion is that it's action-adventure done right. While great action choreography and directing can make a scene look great, it takes true filmmaking talent to demonstrate character, keep up tension, and thrill with your action scenes. And Raiders of the Lost Ark can still do it all. Well done, Mr. Spielberg. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.